Roll me a bushfire, bro. Because I am stoked. <laughs> bushfire or campfire? Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that's an insanely insensitive joke. I'm sorry. I know, right? Just after what we've been through, dude. I was... um that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did the bushfires cause COVID? I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I think probably, almost definitely. Something has got to be related. Yeah, it's too... It's too... Uh, I mean, there were Victorian bushfires. Which state of Australia is suffering the hardest from COVID? This is true. But you know what, though? We've had some pretty bad bushfires in Tasmania. And you know what's related in Tasmania? Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Hello and welcome. You are listening to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly wargame and board game podcast. My name's Shane. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Fox. What's up? This is episode 16, and we're talking about the relationships of Tasmanian people. No, uh, no, uh, yeah, yep, absolutely. <laughs> Let me just, I just need to do a couple of Google searches. <laughs> Bit of research required for this one. Um, Shane, I want to critique you for a moment, if I may, if I oh, may no. be so bold. You may uh, not, but <laughs> oh, okay. go ahead. <laughs> In fact, that intro was flawless. You're fine. No problem. Let's carry on. <laughs> But also, it's not just episode 16, it's episode 16 of season 2. For yep. those tuning in and thinking we're some measly 16-episode podcast, you'd be deceived. Oh, tricked even. Tricked even. We are the great <laughs> deceivers here. Yeah. I, don't know how many, I don't know how many episodes we've got, actually. If you count the beers and banners, we've got like 58 or something like that, 57. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, yes, they are all pretty terrible, but... <laughs> <laughs> This one is not going to be like that because we're talking about our hobby habits. Yeah. Um, we're, uh, we're pulling up a stool, grabbing a beer in the hobby corner. So, we encourage you to do the same. Please make sure masks are fitted at all times and you stay 1.5 meters away because we're not going through this shit again. It's not happening. We can't no. do it. <laughs> I don't have the psyche or the resolve. I, 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 I Mentally, I am the weakest of our species and somehow I've managed to pull through this six months one year eight years i don't know how long it's been but i cannot survive another day <laughs> no. so if i'm in lockdown again i will assassinate dan andrews yeah it's not it's not even going to solve anything but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to assassinate someone let's be honest yeah you're right <laughs> anyway yeah anyway we're talking about our hobby habits so what kind of things do shane and i do at our hobby table we'll keep it pg <laughs> and yeah, it, it's almost like a get to know us kind of episode. What are our little, um, I guess, tips and tricks we use maybe? Maybe yeah. not even. What kind of stuff do we listen to? What gets us in the mood? All that kind of stuff. I want to know what gets you in the mood, Fox. Yeah. Oh, you'll hear, dude. You'll hear all about it. Okay. But before we get into that, we've got a couple <laughs> other things going on. We, we got, do. We've got a, a couple of giveaways. Um, which are pretty simple. Uh, we've got a Necron Destroyer, big booty bitch, Ooh, ready to thick, go. Thick boy. Thick boy. All you got to do, follow us on Podbean. Jump on Podbean. Hobbyhomies.podbean.com, I think is ours. Yep. Create an account. Give us a fat follow. We'll send you... Well, we might. you got to win. Not everyone <laughs> gets one. <laughs> Someone but, who does that will win, will win the big booty bitch. So. Yeah, but... Once doing that, you also have to just quickly shoot us a Facebook message just with like, just saying, hey, this is me. I joined you and followed you on Podbean with this name. Um, yeah. Just so we know who to contact if you do win. Yeah. Because we're going to see um, Hunter 2 followed you on Podbean, but we're Dude, not going to know you, who that is unless you, you hit you know us my up. RuneScape password? You've told me. You've told everyone. You posted oh, okay. it. You posted it on RuneScape. <laughs> Of course. The forums, yeah. Buying, Everyone buying GF. You thought you could change this up with dropping a capital H on it, but no, we figured it <laughs> out. Um, we've also got a terrain tournament going on at the moment, um, which is our first painting challenge. Yeah, yeah. That, that's basically what it is. It's a building painting challenge uh it can be <laughs> it's all it's on the Facebook, challenge but, <laughs> yeah but it, yeah it we'll, can talk, be... we'll talk about all that afterwards anyways yeah all right yeah 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 true um so <laughs> you said you want to know what gets me in the mood shane i do tell me well i do want to tell you so i thought i'd talk first about 
on uh, many hobby habits I have, some of them strange, some of them normal, I want to talk about what actually gets me to the hobby table before I okay. start sitting down painting the minis. What actually gets me there? What gets yeah. me motivated to do my hobby? So, there's sort of three main things that get me going, get my engine revved up. Put the keys in, turn the ignition, that's me. When I see other people, hobby it up. In our Discord specifically, you know, because I think because we're connected to the Discord people. They're our mates. They're our homies. Yeah. When I see them getting stuff done, I don't know, it just hypes me up. I'm like, I want to get stuff done. And I think it's because one night they'll paint a mini and I'll be like, yeah, that looks good. A few nights later, they'll show me five minis batch painted or completed even, or even just based. I'm like, sweet, they're plotting along with the thing. Cool. At the end of the week, they got 10 finished models. All they did was a little bit every night and suddenly they got 10 amazing models sitting there ready to go. That's it, dude. That's it. And I'm like, bro, if every time, instead of just going, that looks cool, you know, chatting in the Discord, watching some NFL YouTube or whatever, if I just sat down and also hobbied along with them, you know, or, or done a similar thing, I'd have 10 finished painted models, you know? <laughs> so, seeing yeah. all that just gets me, gets me, gets me hyped. Um, yeah, dude. The second thing is like, if I'm just chilling at home... I'm not quite feeling it. There's, I guess, I guess things two and three are related. So, I need to know that my hobby table is set up ready to go. If I have to sit down, pack up whatever's currently on the table, pull out the thing I want to do, um, set up my wet palette, get a fresh pot of paint, you know, if I have to do, pull out the paints I want to use, if I have to do all that, like that's... I'm on the clock, man. That's minutes wasted in my yeah. mind. And this goes back to an earlier episode we did actually called Beating Hobby Burnout, um, which was kind of about mo- motivating yourself to hobby. And I mentioned it's a bit of a trick I play on myself where I think, for like, for example, now I want to paint some sand gauze. So, what I've done is I've cleared off a space, got a fresh pot of paint water, <laughs> picked out a couple paints that I know I use, and I've got the sand gauze sitting there ready to go. And they just chill there until step three, maybe I watch some battle reports or hobby related YouTube vids out on the couch while I'm eating dinner or whatever. And I'm like, okay, now I'm ready to go. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if you heard that through the mic, but a giant box just fell behind me. I heard something. <laughs> and I'm not going to say it was ghosts because some people don't believe in that. Which but for those that do, 100% there's ghosts in my shed. <laughs> I don't even believe, I didn't believe in that until five minutes ago. Anyways, so yeah, that if I get hyped up by watching battle reports, like uh, tactics videos, just kind of any hobby related stuff or things pop up in the Discord and I know I just walk into the shed, sit down, everything's ready to go, that's what gets me there. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna rewind about 15 minutes. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> when you said earlier <laughs> about <laughs> having <laughs> your hobby Tasmania. space ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. That that can be easier said than done for a lot of people because mm. not everyone has a, a dedicated hobby space set up. And that was that was you until you've moved into this new place. You know, totally. you would actually have to clear out a spot in the house or in the garage and pull everything out and set it all up. Where now you've got more of a, a, a it's still, you know, it always takes a little bit of setting up, but you've got somewhat of a pre-ready spot to go where you can just sit down and spend only maybe five minutes getting everything ready rather than 25 or 15 you know yeah definitely man my computers i had to pick between computer or hobby i had one tiny little trestle and i was a big gamer at the time so it was almost every night i knew not only did i have to set up all the the hobby stuff but i'd have to pack up actually pack up the computer yeah couldn't just shift it to the side the table wasn't big enough for that so Something I realized early, if I want to get hobby done, I need a hobby space. I need to sit yeah. down, talk to the missa. I need to make whatever deals of the devil I got to do because <laughs> if I don't have a hobby space, stuff doesn't get done. And since moving into this house stuff, dude, I've done some stuff. Yeah, man. You've been getting heaps of stuff done. And, you know, I'm pretty proud of it. Pretty proud yeah. of it. And a bit a big part is, like you said, I've actually got a designated hobby space. For those of you that don't, I mean, this is more about our hobby habits. So, 
Good luck, mate. <laughs> wow. It's like, you're basically saying that's more of a you problem than a that's me kind problem. Of a, yeah. It's, <laughs> seems like more of a you thing. I'm fine. I'm, I'm sitting pretty. I'm, I'm hubbing up a storm. I don't know what you're doing. Um, nah, but I, I can actually relate uh, to the struggles of it. So, for you, hobby person with not a designated hobby space, unfortunately, it just takes, you just have to, uh, I don't know what you do. But what are, I used to do was just there are good forward products. Plan. There are good products out there for um, for people that have this sort of situation. Like I've seen a couple of manufacturers making like little work trays and they've even got handles on them. So it's got it's got a nice big cutting mat where you can do all your assembly and all that sort of stuff. Little compartments for different bits, paint holders, brush holders, even like little um, stands for like tablets or phones. And this thing, like you, it's just like basically like a... Like a meals tray, right? You know, like a breakfast and bread in bed kind of thing where you can just like yeah. pick it up, put it in the cupboard. If as long as you got a shelf free in the cupboard where you could stash it away, um, you'll be able to, you know, just just pick it up, pull it out, put it at the dining room table as long as everyone's not having breakfast while you're trying to do it, then yeah. you're laughing. Yeah, that's a good idea. I I laughed, um one of our Discord users and patrons, uh, Dave. I think he uh, he paints on an ottoman in his living room. That's <laughs> wow. his hobby space. But he gets stuff he, done, man. He does get stuff done and it's crazy. But I'm also like, dude, you actually have an entire shed dedicated to hobby. <laughs> You've yeah. got tables and, and shelving and stuff. But I mean, it's one of those things sometimes like me, A, you don't want to be outside uh, or in a shed, a freezing cold shed to do your hobby. Sometimes that's a massive demotivator as well. Yeah. Um. I guess it's a big part is like finding your hurdles and putting things in place to overcome them because one of them for me was winter, shed was three degrees. Something that helped me overcome that was like knowing I'm about to hobby in a couple of hours when I, you know, finish doing my whatever, put yeah. the kid down, grabbing a little foot heater from Kmart for like 20 bucks, cranking that. And when I went out there two hours later, the shed was on fire. So, I was like... <laughs> Dope, now I can hobby. <laughs> yeah, so, it might also that, be a family thing. Like, you know, he, he might hobby there because, you know, his um, his partner's sitting on the couch or their exactly. kids. Are, you know, like, yeah. you might want to still be spending time with your significant others um, and and hobby. But, you know, if, if, if they're getting in the way from hobby, you got to kick them to the curb. You, you cut them loose. You know? Cut them loose. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... Honestly, I don't care what attachments you have to them, children, you know, you know, uh, financial commitments like houses and stuff. It's not worth it. No. I'm not telling you to completely, you know, cut them off and so that you can do hobby. But I'm saying if you completely cut them off, you will be able to do hobby. <laughs> so, take from that what you will. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Um, well. So... Now I'm at the table. Now I'm motivated to the, the rest. Of, trust me, the rest of this isn't uh, as rambly. <laughs> um, I, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, Fox, me, the character, what do I listen to? What keeps me entertained while I'm actually doing my hobby? Um, I don't know if you guys care about that kind of thing, but I was like, that's the kind of stuff I think I would want to know. Like, <laughs> what I'm you curious do. what... Pardon? <laughs> you want to know what you do? I want to know what I do. I think that's what people would want to know. What does Fox do? No, I'm not that self-absorbed, man. <laughs> Close. But like, when I think of like, what's interesting about someone's hobby, I'm like, what do they do while they hobby? Are there yeah. people that can just sit there in the dead silent and they just, with the silence of their own thoughts can just hobby? No. I want to know that. Like, what do they listen to videos like I do? Am I weird? Anyway, so for me, it's mostly just like, slapping on lore videos of the army that I'm doing because that really gets me going. I'm like, I'm painting uh, a Tsangor or, you know, a, cust- a custodian or whatever. Yeah. And I'm, lo- and I'm hearing about all the cool stuff that they do. It just puts more character into the model that I'm actually holding and painting. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just froth that. And tactics videos on those same armies so i can start thinking like then i get hyped because i'm like i finished this i can put it on the table i can do that tactic they're just talking about dope and the other thing is obviously music i got a pretty eclectic taste so i could be listening to lincoln park i could be listening to some filthy filthy fat beats um 
I could be listening to some Frenzy if I like if I'm feeling some thrash metal. Check out <laughs> Frenzy on Spotify. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Um, that's me. You know, that's what gets me to the table. That's what I listen to whilst I do it. Um, as for the way I do hobby, bro, I'm a batch painter. That's, oh yeah. I can o- I can only batch paint. In fact, sometimes I do a test model. So, just a singular model to try out the colors that I want to do. You know, I think everyone does a test model. Sometimes just painting that model completely kills my streak <laughs> of that army. Most times, I would say. Five hours on the test model. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Because I'm like, I'm trying. I'm like, I want to make sure, you know, this represents what my, in my head, this one model, you copy and paste it 30 times and, or 100 times and that's what my army is going to look like. So, if <laughs> yeah. I do this one good... The rest will look that good, you know? Do you, do you it, think you got into the habit of batch paintings because you've always had horde armies like Tyranids, Skaven? I, I think I think I got into batch painting for a few different reasons. One of that is what you just said. It's also because regardless of if I have a horde army, also, I never buy 10 models and just paint those. I got to yeah. buy the army because I want to yeah. play the game ASAP. So, next minute, I got an army of 100, best case scenario, 50 models. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, if I do these one by one, oh my God, that would take me forever. And I'm like, and I just, feel, yeah. So, I paint a test model for an army. Like you said, it takes me five, six hours, which isn't bad for a, if you're painting a character or, you know, yeah. a model yeah, that you're actually you putting some... Spend- a lot of time in yeah 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 but then what the the thing i do in my head is i go okay cool that one took me six or <laughs> if i'm feeling good if i use a lot of contrast paint maybe it only took me three but then i look at my army or the army i want to build with it and i go oh god oh dear mother <laughs> there's of god. 40 of these there alone there's 40 of these and they t- they're 10 percent of my army yeah <laughs> and then i do the math in my head man i do the quick math and i go hold up it's going to take 2 million hours. It's going to take at least 3 light years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 3 parsecs. Um, and then I'm like, and these are the troop. These are supposed to be the quick ones. What happens when I get to the elites and the characters and the, and the big vehicles. big things? Yeah. So, I have to batch. If if I batch, I get stuff done, man. I batch yeah. those Necrons. I batch the Star Wars Legion stuff. <laughs> you know. Speak, speaking of batch, this episode brought to you by Batch IPA. Batch Brewing, uh, try their cranberry and coffee. It's uh, <laughs> it's a taste bud sensation to be sure. Um, yeah. So, wh- which is actually the opposite to you because you do one by one. Yeah, I, it's just a habit. Like, I'll I'll assembly line slash batch paint to a certain extent, but man, it's like most of the time I'll I'll sit there and I'll I'll just finish one by one. Um, which is, of course, it's the long, painful way to go, but that's that's the way I do it. Like I, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just special, but that's just <laughs> how well, it goes. <laughs> it's interesting because I mean, batch painting is objectively faster. Yeah. Just because even if you paint the exact same way as someone else, you're switching the brush less times. You're switching the paint less times. You know. Yeah. You get the habit of doing a technique over and over again, you find the shortcuts and stuff, you know, whereas when you paint single models, you know, you do a technique, but it might be 10, 30, 45 minutes, two hours before you do that same technique again. Yeah. So, it is objectively slower. However, it seems the community is almost 50-50. Yeah. It seems like, oh, maybe it's 64. I feel like more people batch paint slightly. I think so too. Like it, it seems to be like everyone promotes batch painting, um, but to me, like I guess maybe the mental thing is like I start a model, I finish it, I'm like boom, one out of five done, right? Where like if I'm batch painting, I'll be like, I've been painting all night and I haven't got one finished model, but yeah, have I had I just continued it, I would have been like bam, five of them done, you know, like not yeah. just one, two, three, yeah. like ticking over. So, yeah, but I mean, yeah. the thing is, it it works for you. It, yeah, it, it does. You can't you can't argue that it 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 doesn't because sometimes, I'll me the batch painter will have plans to get, you know, ten models done over 
a week, you know, in my head I'll go, all right, so I'll do the, the leathers this week, the coats, this week, all, all that stuff. And then I'll get to the end of the week and have done zero. Yeah. And in that same week where you've just picked up a model a night for five of the seven nights, you'll have a little squad of five intercessors or, you know, whatever yeah. done. I'll be like, holy crap, like you pump through way more models. So, <laughs> if we were painting for the same amount of time, yeah, batch painting's faster, but I think there's so much more value in painting the way you enjoy you know that works for you because that's ultimately going to be faster yeah you know like if you batch painted those base marines you probably would have got halfway through gone i've only ever i've just done the reds i've got so much more to do there's five of them i've done nothing it's been a whole week you know yeah you've realized that you get more reward out of finishing a model than you do whatever batch painters get reward out of you know yeah i think time efficiency or whatever yeah, I, I think I, I feel the reward like, and it sort of keeps me like keeps the ball rolling. You know what I mean? Like, you get it, you get it done, and and you sort of ride on the success of that one completed miniature onto the next one. Yeah, know, try and ride the wave. Yeah, there you what go, you man. Different strokes for different folks. That's it, dude. Um, so I just want to quickly touch on another thing that again interests me when thinking about other people's hobbies. And then I'll give you the floor. I'll stop rambling. <laughs> but okay. for, uh, these, these white rabbits are going to treat, by the way. Nice. Um, my most used tools. I've got a couple I just want to talk about that have blown my mind of how much they're a staple to me. Okay. The first one is the Army Painter Tones. Dark Tone, Soft Tone, Strong Tone. Oh, the- yeah. Okay. More so than um, GW's washes, you reckon? I froth GW's washes for their colors, mm-hmm. but I've also just never found a time where I need them. Uh, no, I mean like Agrax, Known Oil, and Sepia. Ah, uh, yeah, which are... Gr- I'm glad you mentioned those because obviously they're the, I would say, the closest color match, but yeah, definitely. And I don't know why, to be honest. Okay. I, I found that in the past, using those Citadel ones... I feel like they cover better. I like, I like how they're a little bit uh, more watery. They put, um, they they seep into the gaps better. Yep. But I just don't know. I think I like. There's something about those army painter ones I like more. Is it the finish? I feel like when I paint it over colors, it keeps more of the original color intact instead of putting a sepia over it. Okay. Yep. I feel like calling them tones is more accurate because it does feel like I'm changing the tone of the model and not the mm-hmm. colors, yep. if, that, if that makes sense. It kind of... I, I use them with Vallejo Flow Improver, which is the second one of my staple items. Yep. It's designed to help paint go through an airbrush. It flow nicer, but it's also a bit of a paint retarder, which means it retards the paints. <laughs> it slows it's them a retard. <laughs> Um, the Borat's new movie's coming out. That feels relevant. <laughs> um, so, but I just use it with bloody everything now, man. Everything. Okay. I love the, like, it's a great thinner. I never, like, if I put a paint on a wet palette, I'm not going to, I'm not going to touch it. No. But every other time I'm using paints, I'm putting flow improver with it because the paint dries. Uh, what's the opposite of quicker? <laughs> Slower. There we go. <laughs> Slower. <laughs> so then I've got more freedom with it, but especially with those tones, it means I can mix it 50-50, you know, strong tone, flow improver, slap it all over the model and then go over the model again and just like take it all off the top edges and give it nice smoother transitions. Like I can move it around and play with it more because it, the, the tones aren't drying as quick. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, that and my everlasting wet palette. I mean, it doesn't matter what brand it is, but just like not having to construct my own wet palette is has been huge for me yeah. in all things. Like so getting good. getting to oh, so good, man. Yeah. Well, like obviously, if you are good at making your own wet palette and it does the same thing, I just feel like I use a palette so much, just like paintbrushes. You use them so much, spend the money. Yeah, that's my mind, anyways. Yeah. So. But yeah, those are my hobby habits, dude. That's what gets me to the table, what I do when I'm there, what tools I use, how I do it. It's a pretty good summary, I think. Yeah, yeah, I reckon so, dude. That, that's Fox. 
<laughs> mine, um, mine aren't like I didn't sort of go through a what gets me to the table kind of thing that like you did um, because I I can get myself to the table if you know what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I do, man. I so envy your uh, drive. Yeah, I, yeah I feel. I feel like even when you're not feeling it, you can just sit down and do it. Yeah, yeah, true. It's because, well, I don't know what it. I don't know why. I just, I don't. Um, I feel guilty if I don't paint. I feel guilty if I don't <laughs> hobby in some way. Like, yeah, I'll sit there playing a video game and I'll be like, "What am I doing? I should be painting something." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, no, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, but um, I, I need something. I can't just sit there with my own thoughts. I need something playing <laughs> in the background while I'm hobbying. Yeah, there's okay. things that there's yeah there's things that I like absolutely can't can't do while i'm hobbying like i can't i can't really watch a show that i want to really watch like Mm. some people can like you know i haven't seen this movie i'll put it on while i paint right that doesn't work for me if i really want to watch something i can't hobby at the same time because i find myself either paying too much attention to the movie or too much attention to the miniature um you know it's not like an easy an easy 50 50 so some things I might like rewatch something that I can sort of just listen to, you know, like I've started rewatching like the walking dead. Um, and for the first like seven seasons, I can sort of just listen to it. I know what's going on. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So that, that works for me, but if it's something I haven't seen before, absolutely no way can I try and watch it while I'm trying to hobby. Um, yeah. You just yeah. don't take it in, man. It's like uh, when you read a book and you read the same sentence like three times and it doesn't sink in, you have to keep going back. Yeah, exactly. It's like exactly. that with a, with a YouTube clip. You keep yeah. it in that 30 seconds back button and you're like, maybe I'll get it this time, but no. Yeah, because you like look up and you go like, wait, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> um, or you're painting and you're watching too much and that paint dries in the end of your brush or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, my... One thing I've been watching lately, like I've been finding a lot of rabbit holes on YouTube and um, I started watching one channel, um, it's these Irish blokes and they're building a Celtic roundhouse right in the in the middle of the forest. That is um, a rabbit hole, dude. That's a rabbit hole if oh, I've ever heard one. Dude, and like they're building it with like all Iron Age tools and stuff like that. Like um, it's fucking hilarious. Like it's so funny, uh, but they've... But each episode goes for like half an hour, right? And I'm like up to episode 10 or something. Um, and they just like, they just dig, the first episode, they like dig out the foundations. And then the next one, they like lay, like it's all drywall, right? Dry stone wall. So it's just like, they're just piling rocks on each other. And then, um, yeah, if, if you get, if you get, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, like they're called um, Smooth Gefixed, G-E-F-I-X-T. Um, Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> smooth what is it g g e f i x t ah um, i wrote smooth gef and it auto filled yeah so that's yeah. good oh yeah. damn so, this looks so check yeah check it out later but um it's funny like that when they swear right they um they beep it they, they censor it right but yep. instead of using the old stock standard like tone that they use to censor things They've like recorded it themselves and they're like, oot, like that. And I'm like, <laughs> and like for a while, I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? What? And then there was one bit when something happened and they're swearing like a shitload. And, I, and then they're like, they're going like, oot, eat, ah, and like all these different noises. <laughs> and I'm like, they're making that noise with their mouth. Like, <laughs> and like editing it over. And, ah, but yeah. Damn, and, dude. That's awesome. They're just uh, these two Irish flags. They're so funny, bro. Um, we've got to do that. Oh, yeah, dude. After this app, ah, oh, I mean, we swear so much. I don't know how you find the time to go through the app, but we could beep a few. We could do, <laughs> well, do some little. It reminds beeps. me of of our episode uh, when we were back into the studio, the Test of Honor one. Um, after the first wave of COVID, when Churchy beeped me at the start with you going beep. <laughs> you that? That's awesome. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, Damn, man. Yeah. But that, that's yeah, like gotta, one thing I've been it. watching lately to, to like get to get um, me into the, the sort of the mood, I suppose, or to keep me going while I'm hobbying because it's sort of something you can listen to for the most part and just like glance up every now and then. Um, it's yeah, so... And, 
unrelated to hobby as well. So yeah, I don't know. I just froth that kind of shit, man. Like I love making, like watching people like make stuff with, like just tool, like just not like power saws and drills and nails, and they're like using hand drills to like, and then like bashing in big dowels to like hold stuff together and the dude's carving like a bowl and like it's just yeah it's pretty sick it is pretty um, sick i was about to be like um we should do something like that just go out to a prop like churches or something and start building hell yeah and then i saw that they have these like it looks like it's half made out of stone yep an iron age roundhouse and i saw all these boulders and i'm in there like uh thumbnails and i'm like you know what let's just Let's just have beers at churches. <laughs> yeah, dude, these blokes spend hours doing this. They've got a they've got a mule which they um use to like tow the rocks back to their little little camp. Um, this his is name's, co- <laughs> his name's Thomas. <laughs> okay, good old Thomas. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff when I don't know. I feel like they must have won the lottery or inherited a bunch of money, and people are like you don't have to work anymore. You can just do whatever you want. And they're like, sweet, let's let's do this. You know? Yeah, I, I just think they own a block of land and then they just go up there every like weekend or whatever. Um, or they spend like a couple of weeks there at a time. They just camp Crazy. there. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I sort of that I like to watch while I'm hobbying is um, is bat reps. Um, like mini wargaming, they've got theirs. They've got the vault as well, which is like a, a paid sort of thing, like $6 a month. And you can watch like just bulk bulk content when it comes to hobby that's well worth its weight there you're a um, hobby you're a vault member aren't you yeah yeah i i don't watch it as often as i should um you know especially to get the value of it but it supports them as well you know like they've got if if man if we can ever go to canada like we got to go there because it's just like they just built like a hotel into and turned it into like ho- like hobby you know like there's all the rooms are like themed um that's so good yeah and there's like bat report rooms where you can go in there and then again they're all themed and oh man it's it's basically the dream like when you imagine if you're a hobby enthusiast and you're like what would i do if i didn't have to work like if just the rest of life was free you'd be like oh i'd have themed rooms for all my different games i'd have just like uh you know every army painted up ten thousand points of each so i could just pick whatever i want I'd play games, I'd film battle reports. They they just do that, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's also a huge en- enterprise, so it's it's yeah. one of those things, man. Like if they don't have vault members, I mean, it's, we're not an ad for them by any means, but uh, you know, we can appreciate the value of lots of people chipping in for an effort. Absolutely. And, uh, it, yeah. Absolutely, man. It, it's like our patrons helping us, you know, keep this podcast rolling and producing extra episodes every week and that yeah there was a few t- nah there was a few times where i was like it's mini wargaming they're the biggest like channel you know hobby channel on youtube they don't need my six bucks um i'm a vault member also now and i like you i actually <laughs> haven't um I, I can't remember the last time i watched a video from theirs to be honest yeah. months six months maybe yeah but i'm just like I, I don't know that's six bucks that's worth it in my mind and I just cancelled Stan, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, That's one, dude. I'll watch one less video uh, a month on Stan and support a channel that, you know, because if there was no content for this, you know, oh, man, it would suck. Yeah. Think of how many people get motivated watching mini Wargamer videos. Oh, yeah, reps dude. and stuff. Yeah. yeah anyway. Exactly. There's, there's, but the, YouTube is a wealth of, like, content when it comes to creators in our hobby um, another mm-hmm. one which I, you know, you guys have to check out if you're into terrain is Eric's Hobby Workshop. Um, he's a, a, well, he used to be a small channel. He's growing now. He's got over 30,000 subs, but um, he pre- just makes incredible terrain and most of it is, is 40K themed. Um, so it's all like sci-fi, um, industrial ruin. Um, he did a big desert map where he made, he got like a, a canvas um sheet right and he's like textured it and it, you can roll it up like a like a gaming mat um, damn yeah and he built like all these rocky cliffs like um think of like the american desert where there's those big uh what do they call them um 
messes, messes or something. I don't know how to pronounce it, but the big, like, just massive stone, like, um, monoliths, basically, right? Um, Damn. He built a whole bunch of them, and yeah, that's just sick. That's, I'm just on his channel now, as I like to do when you mention someone, and it <laughs> reminds me a lot of your early terrain. Yeah, his is just a lot better. <laughs> like I mean, 10 times better. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. But yeah, it, it kind of reminds me if like, if you had have kept doing that kind of stuff instead yeah. of doing it the rest of your hobby life, you know, it's just using stuff you have around the hand. That's all he's doing. He's finding oh, bits like it, Milo tins. And- he is, man. And like, he goes and he like goes to like, uh, basically the American version of like an op shop and just like picks up like, kids toys for like fuck all and just cuts them up and and then adds you know bits of plastic card and and foam board and corrugated cardboard to make it like tin and and just turns it into like yeah industrial ruins it's just insane does that get you when you watch his videos is that what gets you hyped for like bases and terrain and stuff hell yeah dude Hell yeah. Like, could you be painting a blood angel and watching his videos at the same time? Or would you just be like, I just got to go do some basing? Uh, yeah, no, I could. It just it just goes in the old um, the old memory bank, man, for, for when I'm next doing terrain or bases. I just try and remember, like, what he was doing or whatever. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, like, there's just so many out there. Like, if you start on YouTube, start with, like, Mini Wargaming, uh, Eric's Hobby Workshop, Mini Act. There's a few there, and just just keep exploring. There's a lot, a lot of like smaller creators as well, which are insane. Like there's another one called the Terrain Tutor, which he he's blown up now. He's huge, but he makes a lot of like um, historical terrain, more more like World War Two sort of stuff. Oh, cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, you are right though. It feels like because our our hobby. It's you know it's it's bigger than it's ever been, but it's also still quite niche. There's some great channels that I stumble across when I'm like listening to law, and it's got like a couple thousand subs. Yeah, which in the YouTube world is nothing, but I mean that's still a lot of people. You know, a thousand people that go, I want to hear about when this person, you know, releases yeah. content. Yeah, exactly, in just like dude. your general day to day, that's a pretty reputable person. Yep. So, I think in our hobby, it's definitely worth, like, sussing those small channels. Yeah. And you've got to give them support, too, because, like, without without them, you know, we don't have a lot. And, and you know, eventually, they, they might grow into to bigger, more successful channels with a couple hundred thousand subs. Um, but there's really no one in our hobby which has, like, just insane numbers, like a lot of other YouTubers, like, you know, up in the millions. Yeah. Know, nah, it doesn't all, happen. No, nah, but if you see someone with a hundred thousand subs, they are big. Like they are popular. You know? Do you reckon nah, that's a bit of a tangent, I was gonna say. Who do you reckon's <laughs> like the most sub to would it be mini wargaming? Ooh, good question. Have to be mini wargaming or miniac, I reckon they're the two biggest. Yeah, I can't think of anyone up up there. No. Um Mini Wargaming has a hundred K more than Miniac. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well that um that's basically our, our little hobby what do we call it? Hobby habits, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of sums up what we do, how we do how we do hobby, I guess. Yeah. It's it's the episode you never asked for, let's be honest. <laughs> it's just info about me and Shane. Um Yeah. But I don't know. I thought in my head I'm like, I want to I always want to know wh- how other people do it. Do they batch paint? What do they listen to? What motivates them? So, yeah. Hopefully, this helps you guys in some way. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, like we said earlier, we've got a, we've got a terrain tournament going on. It's on Facebook. Um, all you got to do is just take a photo of your terrain. It can be... It can be MDF kits, plastic kits, 3D printed, scratch built. However it is, just take a photo of it as it is post it on there before you know before you get started on it and um and then give us a, a progress picture and, and, a, and one while it's done um and then we'll judge it with uh we've got five sort of categories um and prizes dank mm. prizes dank prizes and just quickly to touch on what you said shane about 
we're not we're not super anal. We want the the goal of this is actually just to you know reward people for doing some hobby. That's what the prizes yeah. are for. Also, just to motivate you guys to get stuff done. Because I mean, you paste, posting pictures of it as you've learned motivates us. Yeah. Um. So we're not. If you send us something and it's got like a dab of paint on it. You know, or you're like, oh, I put a base coat of red on this little barrel here, but the rest of it's, you know, <laughs> you know, we don't mind, you know, nah, submit nah. that, finish that off, you know, we don't yeah. want to see half painted stuff. Obviously, that gives you an ed- an unfair edge. Um, yeah. But yeah, we want to see a basically not started at all, maybe 10 minutes of stuff put into it, whatever. Get yep. that thing done. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, you, and, if uh, you need motivation, definitely check out those channels that Shane was referencing earlier because i've just hit a couple of those up and subbed to them because they're bloody phenomenal man oh yeah and like this is gonna be perfect too if you're building terrain watching these dudes build terrain it's just it's gonna get all the juices flowing and you're gonna get some crazy stuff done like you'll learn so much out of one one video from all of these guys um it can be as simple as like eric's hobby workshop he has this incredible paint um chipping and weathering technique that he does and then he puts like he waters down paints and then puts like rust streaks. You got to watch it. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, man. That yeah, it's getting me motivated, <laughs> which is good because I've got bulk terrain. Oh yeah, yeah, you too. You got the uh, dark uprising, dude. I got an entire dark uprising box of terrain that I need to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple of because ours is um so our terrain tournament finishes uh when november finishes basically it's a spring is it spring it's spring spring yeah we're gonna have four yearly um painting hobby challenges they will go for the entire season there'll be prizes at the end of those this is the spring one so therefore it ends end of november there's only a week left of the tcg podcasts um painting challenge yep so i'm gonna quickly try and scratch that up before i (laughs) before i hit mine because i got a month to do that, so... Yeah, yeah, true. I should get stuck in some Necrons for that, too. Yeah, yeah. we got some stuff yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, we've also got the giveaways we mentioned earlier, which is the Necron Destroyer. You'll know what that is. The information for that's on the Discord, Facebook. You can get all that through hobbyhomies.com. But let's hit some patrons, dude, because without them, we couldn't do any of this. No, Literally none of it. Man. And it's been, this has been huge for patrons for us. Like we've cracked 20, we've got 21 now. It's just, our minds are actually, actually blown. And so we thank you guys. I know we say it every week, but it, we mean it so much. Yeah. Um, we've, we've been absolutely speechless in messages to each other because yeah, the last few weeks particularly have just been madness. And uh, there's been a few messages where it's just like us talking and then dead silence as we try to wrap our brains around yeah how many people have gotten you know willing to put their hard-earned dollars into supporting us which like shane just mentioned we we can't thank them enough no no so um yeah massive shout out to these guys we've got uh, final dinosaur he's a homie from belgium um one of our earliest patrons i believe he's getting real keen on legion at the moment um, yes so that might encourage us to get stuck back into it, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm I'm loving seeing it. Oh, yeah, man. It gives me a reason to get my uh, Imperials done. Your imps. The, the heroes of the galaxy. Oh, hold on a minute. Who's... <laughs> I can't remember what Final Dinosaur is he getting around. Is he's towards... He's like... He asked about Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, he's like, is he Imperial? And I'm like, fuck yeah, he is. And then you linked him the bloody... That's the other right. guys that aren't Imperials. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, we were trying to wrestle him each over to our respective sides. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think Final, I think you know what to do. Um, yeah. but, but a super special thank you to Final. You've been with us. You're an OG. You're a goat. Thanks, man. You're, yeah. you're the best. Join the dark side, Final. Foggy Highway, <laughs> our wise old war gamer. Uh, he, uh, his hobbies and skills are vast. Currently, he's been hitting a lot of Test of Honor, Game of Thrones, and he's been painting a sweet dragon in red, uh, the best color to paint a miniature. <laughs> yeah, yep. He's, um, I actually just saw Foggy today, which is cool. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we traded off some little, uh, 
some little hobby tips with each other. I'm super keen to see his dragon. Apparently, he's done some more stuff to it since he's posted his last picture. So, Oh, he's keeping um, that under wraps. I know. I know. I thought he'd been a bit quiet. I was like, where are the updates? Um, yeah. He did send us... He's always just got like a large collection of like super dope, super sweet uh, relics almost. Yeah. And his Star Wars ones in particular are dope. Oh, man. And like when he said you got them all for like 10 bucks, like back in the 80s. Yeah, oh, um, I remember Rad, Rad was just blown away. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's like it's just you know like back then it was sort of it was a popular movie. Yeah, but it's like it's like buying. I mean, I guess you compare it to like what's popular now, like Marvel or something, right? Like, yeah, you, you buy something of that, it may or may not have value, and later on down the track, like you see something like that, and you're just absolutely blown away by it. So, yeah, it was sweet. It was sweet. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, and our, our third member of this little little group's been a bit quiet lately, Churchy. Um, he's been hitting it up real hard on Twitch. I've been seeing him on Discord playing a lot of different games, so I've got absolutely no idea what his latest video is going to be about. Um, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm keen. He was hitting the outward for so long, but now I think he's he's changing his uh, changing his ways there and he's playing something else, which is going to be sick, like a lot of KOTOR. The old Star Wars and oh. Knights of the Old Republic, yeah, that was a that was a that was a banger of a game back in the day. Oh man, that's a banger of a game now. That's yeah, just a, that's just one of those old timers, you know. That's a yeah. that's an ocarina of time esque true game, true, uh, which just lasts. For the, yeah, yeah, it's timeless. Yeah, yeah, we've got Dave tournament tournament organizer, Dave, the builder of lists, uh, Fox. You know a little bit more about me, but tell me about the uh, the TA group. Yes, I will. So, Dave and his mate Lachlan have been doing tournaments together and organizing things. Um, and basically, that like they've sort of rebranded what they do. Uh, so, people probably hear us talk about the forty k league. Um, that's ran by. Dave, but a tournament that they run together called the 40K Town Open. Geelong Town Open, sorry, is a collaborative yeah. effort between them. Anyways, it sort of rebranded what they do into Target Acquired, which their full name is Target Acquired Tabletop Wargaming Geelong. Um, you can find that page on Facebook. And so, they will, the plan is start doing, you know, when they run events and stuff like that in the future, because they've got such a high caliber of um, the way they organize events, but also their tables and everything, they're all going to do it under their Target Acquired banner now. So Yeah, yeah, sick. So, that's cool. Uh, Dave's got some huge plans for the 40K League this year, obviously. He had a giant snag, that being it required people to play games against other people at a time where we weren't allowed to see other people. <laughs> yes. Um, games are sort of kicking back up now and it, it's almost back in full swing, but, you know, he's got big plans for next year, so... Thanks for supporting us, Dave. Um, we hope to talk more about what you've got going on when it starts happening. Hell yeah! On on our beers and banter, and when we cover local stuff. So yeah, Hell thanks, yeah. Dave. Yeah. Uh, big thank you to Rory again. He's been supporting us for quite a while now. Not a lot of hobby coming out of Rory. Well, I mean, I suppose fishing is a hobby. He's yeah. been he's been hitting the uh, the Geelong waterfront, catching bulk squid for the last like week, solid. Um, yeah. I'm absolutely filthy because I'm not allowed to go down there to fish because of the Melbourne Ring of Steel, which is coming down soon. So we've uh, we've already teed up, uh, hiring a boat and um, fucking off out in the bay to catch some fish. Yeah, man, that'd be dope. I don't really, yeah. I don't really like fishing on account of being so terrible at it and also just being a general <laughs> animal lover. But I don't mind being like I'll I'll go on a fishing trip. Hell yeah, beers <laughs> on a boat. Just sinking Sign beers, me up. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, y'all can do whatever you like with those weird sticks with strings on them, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've I've seen a few pictures of the stuff that him and Stewie have caught and I'm like, how? How do you throw a line in the ocean and catch a creature? Yeah, um, creatures so, they're pretty good at it. <laughs> are you there? Oh, I'm back. We lost him. Hello? Oh, we lost you for a second then. What happened? Oh, bro, I was, um, my screen went all weird and my little, uh, I think I accidentally bumped the back of my audio interface. Anyways, te technical difficulties is the <laughs> best way to sum it up. 
Yeah. I'm back. Okay. I'm back. Yep. You're back. All right. Sick. Um, got Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin. Um, she hasn't been doing a lot of hobby either, um, but she's been doing these diamond paintings, which apparently it's the new craze. Everyone at everyone in the office at work is doing them. Um, oh, yeah. It's like a st- it's like a big picture, and there's like tiny little grids, and they've got like symbols or numbers on there. And what you do is you those numbers r- relate to a color of like these little plastic diamondy things and you stick it on there and it's like one after the other and eventually it creates a picture which is um it's pretty cool she showed me uh every day how much she's done (laughs) (laughs) i'm like it looks the same as last time i suppose now i know how she feels when i show her a miniature i'll be like check it out i've just edged highlighted this and she goes yep okay cool (laughs) doesn't it though i do that to myself sometimes i take a series of photos of my minis at different stages and i look through i'm like what did i do here (laughs) yeah (laughs) what warranted this photo yeah 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 (laughs) for sure (laughs) yeah that's it um and rad rooster he's been killing it with his orcs lately he's had he's painted a couple of weird boys i think they're weird boys um and the the one in particular, the globe between the staff and the smoke, oh. it's just absolutely insane. Like it just blew my mind when he uh, when he posted that in the Discord. It looks so good the way the the light is behind the smoke. Like I just True. I don't know I don't have the brain to think of those things, but that looks that looks awesome. No, I I couldn't do it if my life depended on it. I would just like paint it white, hit it with a wash, and if it didn't work, I'd just get mad and stop painting it. I'd be like, oh, it's done now. <laughs> yeah. 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 It exactly, looks dope. Dude. We've also got uh, Arkham Leper, who's been doing some dope as fuck, like wood techniques on these blood bowl wagons, oh, where he's like painted yeah. all these different colors down and then gone over it with a contrast paint. Like um, pinks and greens and yellows. I'm like, he showed it. I'm like, what am I looking at here? And then he put the wood over it. I was like, huh. Yeah. Okay. Totally. I uh, yeah. when I saw all the colors down, I was like, "It must be a blood bowl thing <laughs> that yeah. I just <laughs> that I just don't understand." There's a lot of colors going on. I'm like, I mean, it's it looks nice and bright. I mean, I don't really understand it, but each to their own. <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, he finished it off with the, uh, and it just had the wood has so many different tones underneath it. It's just yeah, it's real cool. That's that's a skill that he's obviously de- just developed over the years that he's been in the hobby and. You know, like, just to even, like, come up with something like that, it's just absolutely insane. So, yeah. And the and the cool thing is now, everyone else in the Discord, my, myself included, when we think wood, we'll think of that as a technique we can use, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Which is cool. We've also got Whack the Ewok, who's been busy recently, growing himself a thick manly beard, which oh. some would argue is the greatest hobby of all. It's it's thick. It's very uh, Viking-esque. Yes. He's got a Viking appeal to him, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you, he's also been doing some hobby, just not posting it. Um, and uh, I've seen it. There's a little sneak peek. So, I appreciate Ooh. that. Um, it, all, it looks great. It all looks great. His beard Hell included. Yeah. Um, we've also got Joe... Uh, Joe is not hobbyist. He's a mate of mine. So, I just wanted to thank him for supporting me, his homie, his mate. Um, we know you don't hobby at all, but you sure are a homie. So, I yeah. appreciate you, Joe. You're a, you're a top bloke. We'll play video games soon. I want to play Green Hell with him because I think he would just lose his mind at it. That'd be dope. <laughs> yeah, He'd get so frustrated, it would be amazing. Yeah. We got Lethal, who just showed us a picture earlier today of his uh, Star Wars Legion Jubak, and it looks phenomenal. If we were scoring this bad boy out of 10, it'd get an 11, because, I mean, it looks great, but he also used Duck Egg Green, so (laughs) he gets extra point for that. Yeah, yep. We've got MJ, who's been killing it with the Test of Honor minis. She painted about 10 minis over the weekend, I think. Um and she's the sole reason that I've done any test of honor. I built 15 Ashigaru and started planning out a board just because of her constant updates. So, oh, thank you, MJ. She, yeah, when she posted those, she's, she was like, are the bases too much? Are they too overgrown? But oh, no, they looked perfect. Like They were awesome. Yeah, that's one thing that I'm hanging to paint my test of honor miniatures for is how vibrant and lush I can actually make the bases because... Vibrant and lush bases, unless it's Catachan, they don't fit in 40k. Everything's just dead. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so totally. 
Yeah, I'm keen the, to I'm keen to do that. For sure. The cool thing about like people think because it's historical Japan, kinda, that it has to be like historically accurate. But this I mean, Japan goes from like the south where it's warmer climates all the way to the north where it's snowing. Like there's yeah. so much variety. it's a huge country, just like Australia. Whatever you put on a base is gonna exist somewhere. Yeah. And especially in your story. So, yeah, I thought they were perfect too. I loved them. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've also got Burnsy, who's been hitting his elder in a... I don't know how to pronounce this. I think it's Bailtan. Bealtan? Bealtan's how I pronounce it, but I could be very wrong. We'll probably just made so many people angry. Um, (laughs) But it's like the the white and green schemes. Um, Yeah, we do it often. (laughs) Yeah. now he's a he's a newer patron, and I can't wait to paint his minis because I he's given me he's given me a scheme, but I've got some techniques that I've never done that I'm frothing to try on his mini. Ooh, so nice, Bernsey, nice, you doomed yourself. I asked, do you want an exact color match for your current army? And he said, doesn't have to be exact. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. <laughs> um, but thank you for your support, Bernsey. Uh, you're a true homie. It was good catching up with you. The other week, sorry, Shane, about talking about me hanging out with people. Nah, don't. I'm just, I'm so mad. Just let's just keep going. <laughs> All right, it's Elk. Elk goes next. Um, his Stormcast boys are looking sick. What I like is that the Stormcast Eternals are a pretty standard army, but his unique colors is just, oh, the 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 blue just pops, man. When he, yeah. I didn't realize he'd been doing so much, but he posted a picture the other day of all these, I don't know how many there were, but they were all done. They all looked amazing. So, yeah. hopefully you showed Test Army, who's boss a few times on the tabletop with him, man. Oh, man. But- I actually looked back and, like, when he first joined the Discord, he, in, like, one or two nights, he built the whole, like, Soul Wars box set, plus the other one, which I think it's, like, Tem- Tempest, Tempest something. Um, yeah. Like, just in, like, one set, sitting almost, like, just yeah, insane. And he's already powering through painting heaps of them, so... That's sick. Boom. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. I envy that grind. <laughs> yeah. Now we've got a yeah. new Patreon. This came in today for us. Um, oh, this is yeah. Agro. He's made, it in, he's made it in clutch with the uh, with the episode recording, dude. <laughs> yeah, the timing. Yeah, about an yeah. hour ago. Good on him. Yeah. <laughs> he must have known. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, Agro. You've been... Yeah, Agro's been streaming some 40K games in our Discord. Um, and it's been an absolute treat. So, they've been jumping in tabletop simulator he's been loading in his blood angels army and we've just loved having having him in the discord and i enjoyed like tuning in and just kicking back with some beers watching him and his mate benno just banter you know yeah it's been dope it's like looking into a little crystal ball that's hilarious man like i i saw him the other night as well and yeah absolute absolute lies like before I knew it, man, I was in there for like four hours. I didn't even the time just flew by. I was just sitting there building and painting, and these blokes are playing each other, having an having an absolute ball. So, yeah, um, strongly encourage that, guys. If you, if you you know if you see those guys in there, jump in, say hello, watch the game. It's it's such good fun. Yeah, yeah, I did the same thing. I was like, I got ten minutes. Like, I just fed fed my baby boy. I could bring him in here, and we could watch the game together. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in there for yeah a couple of hours as well. I was like, damn, this is. It's just, just a fun time. So, yeah. thanks, yeah, Agro. We've appreciated having you in the Discord. You've been a you've been a gift to us, let alone putting some coins, some doubloons behind it as well. So, thank you. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, massive thank you to all our patrons. Couldn't keep doing this without you guys. Um, and uh, make sure you tune in next week. We've got the live episode, which comes the first Wednesday of every month, 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight time <laughs> yep. melbourne time um if that makes it easier for you we we play games we give we have giveaways it's always it's always good fun so um jump in the discord jump in the live channel around five minutes to seven and uh we'll be in shortly after and yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a dope time absolutely um it's overdue as well because i think there was was there five wednesdays in this month or am i tripping that was that was the last one, I think. Oh, I'm still, I'm still recovering from it. It's throwing me out of whack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throwing me out of whack. But yeah, uh, yeah, the live episodes go off. It's so great um, interacting with all the people in the Discord. But until then, stay safe and hobby hard.
We've been Hobby Homies. I've been Fox. I've been Shane. Peace. Watch me turn up, roll up, yeah, you know I burn up, burn up, burn up. Woo.